eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you end up feeling overwhelmed and confused instead of inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption. I talk about sustainable living, but also things like motherhood, mindfulness, and intentional living. Things that overall help you live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, mindset, and home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you are listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey guys, thank you so much for coming and tuning into another episode with me today. So we've talked before about the habits and how shifting your habits can lead to a better eco-friendly life. And we've talked about how having a positive eco-friendly mindset can really help move your sustainable living journey along. But today I want to talk about the mindset shift you need to kickstart an eco-friendly living journey. So especially if you are just starting to make eco-friendly changes in your life, or even if you're listening to this and you haven't really made any eco-friendly changes, but you have seen stuff like on social media, you've seen sustainable swaps out at your store and you want to start an eco-friendly living journey, then this is perfect for you. Or even if you have made a lot of eco-friendly changes in your life and are living more sustainably, this mindset shift could still be a really big help to boost your journey along. So it's pretty much the idea of it's not about what you do buy, it's what you don't buy. And that might sound really stupid at face value, so let me dig a little bit deeper, right? So I think when a lot of people start on a sustainable living journey, what is the first thing that pops into your mind? Like what was the first thing that you thought you needed to do when you decided to start living more eco-friendly? I'll give you a minute. (laughs) I know personally for me, as soon as I was like, oh, I should start living more eco-friendly. I want to make some changes in my life, in my house. The first thing that popped into my mind was buying hundreds of dollars worth of sustainable products or, you know, quote, quote, sustainable products. Like, oh, I need to go buy, you know, unpaper towels from Etsy and I need to go buy all metal straws and I need to go buy these kind of food containers and these kind of drinking glasses and, you know, wool dryer balls and all of these different like essential oils to make my own cleaning products. And literally there was just a list a mile long of things that I thought that I needed before I could really say that I was living more eco-friendly. And I'm sure everybody that's listening to this can have some version of that that they relate to, right? Like when we make any change in our life, especially if it's a big change like this, I feel like the first thing that society tells us we need to do is go out and spend a bunch of money in order to really make that change. But this episode, I'm talking about how it's not about the physical products that we buy. It's more about a mindset shift and something that has to shift internally in order to start living a more sustainable and eco-friendly life. So this podcast is pretty much all about, you know, unrooting yourself from the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption and greed. Pretty much what, in my opinion, our society runs on is, you know, everybody telling 
us or society in general telling us that we need all of these things, right? We need to buy the newest clothes and the newest car and everybody always has to have the newest iPhone and it's all about things that are being shoved in our faces with, you know, people telling us that we have to buy all of these things to fit in with society, right? And it's the same thing within the eco-friendly living community, you know, there are all these companies that are like, oh, let's make these quote, quote, sustainable products and, you know, tell people why they need them if they want to help the planet and, you know, live more eco-friendly, yada, 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 right? There are companies that are making a lot of shifts to towards more like green and, you know, reusable products versus single use. And while that is amazing, you know, part of that is because they want to make money, right? So we're, even when you're trying to live more eco-friendly, there are so many things marketed to us and to those of us that are trying to, you know, live more sustainably. So at first glance, when you're trying to live more eco-friendly, it can be really, really overwhelming and it can feel like you need to buy one million things to actually succeed with being sustainable. At least personally, that's how I felt, right? Like your experience could be totally different than mine. But when I first saw the term, you know, zero waste and low waste living, and I thought that it would be so hard to do, the main thing is because I thought, you know, oh, in order to live low waste and eco-friendly, I need to go out and spend hundreds of dollars on these like eco-friendly products. But that's where so many people, including myself in the past, are wrong, right? So when we try to live more eco-friendly and when we want to lower our waste, lower our environmental impact, it's not about buying all of these new, shiny, like sustainable and eco-friendly swaps. And that is a big part of it. Like they can really help lower your waste and lower your impact, but it's more about shifting your consumerist mindset. So instead of, oh, I need to buy this, I need to buy this, I need to buy this, it's about slowing down and realizing that we don't need to go out and buy all of these things that we think we do. So much of climate change and global warming can be directly correlated with fossil fuel emissions in the atmosphere, which if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know that and you probably care about climate change and global warming and all of that. But I still think that it's so easy to revert back into this kind of just mindless impulse buying of things, right? And I'm not saying that impulse purchases are the reason for global warming. Not at all. I am very big on it's not the individual's fault or problem. It falls on the shoulders of big corporations and the governments that won't do crap about, you know, global warming and fossil fuels. But personally, it still makes me feel good to make changes in my life that I know will have a positive impact on the environment. And I know a lot of people that feel the same way. And the fact of the matter is, if you're trying to live sustainable and eco-friendly, overconsumption in any form is just not sustainable. So that's why I'm really big on slowing down and really being intentional with the purchases that we make. And that 100% includes the sustainable and eco-friendly swaps that we think we have to do. So if you're in a position where you're trying to live more sustainable and eco-friendly, but you don't have a bunch of money to buy these swaps that everybody's telling you that you need, it is totally okay. And what you can focus on instead is not making impulse purchases in other areas of your life. And I guess what I mean by that, I don't mean like stop going to Starbucks, stop going out and buying clothes that you need, anything like that. What I mean is look and kind of think of ways that you can use things or reuse things 
in a sustainable way. For example, if you're trying to live like eco-friendly and low toxic and you're wanting to get rid of all the plastic stuff in your kitchen and replace it with glass or stainless steel or something like that, instead of going out and buying like a six pack of drinking glasses, Maybe look at the pasta sauce jars that you use every week and you throw away or recycle. And instead of putting them in the recycling bin or the trash bin, you keep them. And after a month, you have all five or six of the matching glasses that you wanted to fill your cabinet with. Or if you want to organize your junk drawer, instead of running to Target and buying little plastic containers to go inside the drawer to keep everything organized and tidy, you can cut up cardboard boxes, like pretty much cut it down to where it's only the rectangle with the opening, and put those inside your drawers to organize things like pens and markers and command strips and all of the other random you know, treasures that are in your junk drawer. Or if you're wanting to do the sustainable swap of not using paper towels anymore, like single-use paper towels, instead of going out and buying a roll of unpaper towels from Etsy or, you know, buying flower sack towels or something like that, you can even cut up old shirts or old pieces of clothing that, you know, have rips and tears in them that you can't donate to the thrift store. You can cut those up and use those as rags to clean up the kitchen with or use as like cloth napkins. So those are just a few examples, but there are so many different ways that you can reuse items that you would otherwise throw in the trash can or, you know, throw in the recycling bin, but instead you can reuse them and repurpose them for sustainable swaps without going out and spending all the money on new sustainable swaps. And for anybody interested in more things like this, I have a whole episode, episode 38, that's all about making eco-friendly changes on a budget. So if you are trying to not spend a crap ton of money but still make sustainable changes, definitely go give that a listen. But yeah, all of this to say that you don't need to buy a million things in order to be more eco-friendly. At the heart of it, sustainable living is all about pretty much the opposite of buying a bunch of new stuff. It's about trying to sustain yourself on things that you already have. And this can be harder than going out and buying a bunch of new products because you really have to get creative with trying to figure out how to repurpose these things that you would otherwise throw away or recycle or even things that you would take to the thrift store. And this is just such a double whammy because not only are you you know, saving something that would have probably gone to a landfill or went to a recycling plant and finding a way to repurpose it in your home. But then you're also saving yourself money and not having to go out and buy these other, you know, reusable and eco-friendly items. So you're adding this thing to your home, but you're also lowering your waste by not throwing it away, if that makes sense. And especially if you're on a budget and you don't have a lot of money to spend on sustainable swaps, this can be such a better option and it's so much better for the environment. Overall though, the big mindset shift that will just propel your eco-friendly living journey forward or you know, completely start your eco-friendly living journey if you're listening to this and you are just starting out is to stop glorifying overconsumption. And as weird as that might sound, I feel like that is what the biggest issue is in our society. And that's something that I feel like you never really hear being talked about, right? In my social circles, especially on social media, it's really the opposite of that, right? Everything that 
I see at least nowadays is all about like consumption and oh look at this sheen haul I spent a hundred dollars on you know bathing suits to try on and like a hundred dollar thrift store haul and this and this like we really just glorify over consumption and look at how much money I spent on all this stuff at Target and look at you know these 20 Starbucks cups that I have and I feel like it's just so normal in our society to over consume all of these kind of products and that's again that's just what's normal. So if you are trying to go against the grain and live more eco-friendly and pull yourself like really unroot yourself from those societal norms that is what is going to allow you to live a more sustainable life, in my opinion. And the cool thing about that is when you do this, and especially if you make it really known within your social circles, like, oh, I'm going to stop all of these mindless purchases. I'm going to start being intentional with what I buy and, you know, the environmental impact that my actions have. Your social circle and your friends and family will start to pick up on that and notice it. And if people notice and they ask you about it, or if you make it known that you're doing it for the environment and, you know, that you're doing it to go against overconsumption, you can start normalizing the idea of that in other people's lives too, right? Because again, this isn't something that people are like, oh, you know, screw the environment. I'm going to go buy all this stuff at Target. I'm going to go, you know, rack the Target dollar section and buy all this crap. Like people aren't doing it to be bad and to hurt the environment, right? We're doing that because it's what's normal in our society. We're doing it because we've been taught that going out and buying all this stuff is good, right? So when people see you going against the grain and not doing all of that and just being intentional and mindful about what you buy, they will start asking questions and getting curious and you might rub off on other people too. It's like the same thing with bringing your reusable bags, right? Like I have so many friends that did not bring reusable bags to the store before we started hanging out because it was just something that they never really thought about. And again, something that was just normalized to them. But then every time that we go out places and I have my bags, they're like, oh, like that's so easy to use reusable bags. Like it takes two seconds to throw one in your purse. It's really not hard. And then, you know, I don't have all this plastic waste. And now almost everybody that I hang out with has started using reusable bags. Like it's amazing when you start making these eco-friendly changes in your life. Again, whether it is bringing reusable bags or using cloth napkins at your house or, you know, not buying all of these different things and pulling yourself out of that overconsumption habit, your friends will start to notice, your family will start to notice, and you might start rubbing off on other people. And that is the beauty of all of this. That's where the small actions that you take can really add up and make ripples and waves in other people's lives and just overall add to this movement of eco-friendly and sustainable living. So again, I know that was probably a lot of rambling because I just have so many thoughts about this in general, like I could talk about it forever, but the overall message of this is it's not about what you buy. It's not about buying all of these different sustainable items in order to live more eco-friendly. It's all about what you don't buy. And the fact that you don't need to go out and purchase anything in order to make a difference and live more eco-friendly and live lower waste, right? It's all about evaluating right at our level, seeing what we have around us, you know, that instead of throwing away, we can reuse or, you know, donate or repurpose in some way in our house. And then 
evaluating what we buy from here on out and being really mindful of our purchases. And then that is when you can go into buying different sustainable swaps. Like if you're right now using all of the disposable products and you can't find a way to reuse something, like for instance, if you are using Ziploc bags right now and you're about to run out, you have like five left and you're like, I want to go out and buy an eco-friendly Ziploc bag and you can't find something in your house that would kind of replace that for you then yeah, go out and buy your reusable Ziploc bags and all of that. I'm not saying to not ever go buy sustainable products at all. I'm just saying that you don't need to go buy a million things to be sustainable. So side note, if you are trying to live more sustainably and you just need something to help boost you along that journey, besides binge listening to all my episodes, which I highly (laughs) recommend, you can also go to unrootedmama.com slash guide and download a free PDF guide that I made just for you. That's pretty much all the tools you need to start living more eco-friendly, right? I talk about eco-friendly and unrooted living in general. I give you some of my favorite easy sustainable swaps. I give you things that you can do right now to lower your overall waste. So definitely go download that. It takes like two seconds and again it's totally free. So one more time that's unrootedmama.com slash guide. Go download it now. So I hope that this episode helped give you just a motivation boost in terms of shifting your mindset in order to live an eco-friendly life without thinking that you need to go drop hundreds of dollars on eco-friendly products. I hope that this just lit a fire under you and kind of gave you the motivation that you need to kickstart your eco-friendly living journey. So if you have any questions, I love when people reach out to me on social media. So if you want to talk, if you want to get suggestions about things, or if you just want someone to be your cheerleader when it comes to eco-friendly living, go hit me up on Instagram. My ad is unrootedmama. And pop in my DMs. It might take me a couple days to answer because I have like a million kids, but I will answer and be your biggest cheerleader ever. I absolutely love when my followers and listeners show me their sustainable swaps in the DMs or, you know, share funny eco-friendly living videos with me that they can relate to now that they've listened to my podcast and started living eco-friendly. Like nothing makes me happier. So definitely go hit me up on Instagram if you resonated with this episode or if you need help or again, if you just want someone to clap for you and be your biggest cheerleader, I am 100% here for it. So you got this. Go start living a more eco-friendly life. I am rooting for you 100% of the way, and I'm so proud of you taking the first steps and how far you've come so far. So again, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast, and until next.